One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. When I found out I was going to be a parent, I immediately felt a lot of anxiety and worry. So I went on to BetterHelp to try to look for a therapist to help me with that. My relationship with my family and with my boyfriend and with myself were suffering. I really needed help. I was ruminating a lot. Really getting those thoughts out to a therapist and getting feedback was just life-changing. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Grammar Girl here. For this show, Twilight from the Twilight and Thebes show called in with a question about homophones. Now, here's Twilight. Hey there, Grammar Girl. This is Twilight from the Twilight and Thebes show. Just found your show off the pickle, and I love it. Very helpful. I do have a grammar question for you. I'm confused with the word through. I looked through this pile of papers. It can't be T-H-R-E-W because I'm not throwing the papers. So is it T-H-R-U? But then whenever I type T-H-R-U, that always looks grammatically incorrect for some reason. So if you could enlighten me, I would much appreciate it. And again, loving the show. Twilight, thanks for your question. You're getting at something that I imagine is difficult for a lot of people, and especially for people who are just learning English. Homophones. These are words that sound the same, but mean different things. Homophones can be spelled differently, such as through, T-H-R-E-W, and through, T-H-R-O-U-G-H, or they can be spelled the same but mean different things, such as fair, F-A-I-R, which can be a noun, as in, we went to the state fair, or an adjective, as in, he got a fair trial. First of all, you're right to think that through, T-H-R-E-W, isn't the right word, because it's the past tense of the verb throw, as in, let's throw the bums out. It gets a little more dicey when trying to decide between through, T-H-R-O-U-G-H, and through, T-H-R-U. I actually didn't think T-H-R-U was a word when I first heard your question, but I looked it up just to be sure and was surprised to find it in the dictionary, where it's listed as an informal, simplified spelling of the word T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Wow. So in some informal instances, it appears that it's okay to use through, T-H-R-U. But I think I'd be remiss if I told you to go ahead and use it. My impression is that using the spelling T-H-R-U is kind of equivalent to dotting your eyes with little hearts. People will know what you mean, but they'll think you aren't a very serious person. I would definitely stick with a more formal and widely accepted spelling, T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Many people are surprised to learn that finding a word in the dictionary doesn't automatically mean that word is widely accepted by society. You'll find the words through, T-H-R-U, irregardless, and ain't in many dictionaries, but that doesn't mean you should use them in your cover letters. It just means that they're in wide enough use that dictionary makers believe they must be acknowledged and defined. There are just a couple of instances I could think of where it might be acceptable to use T-H-R-U. One is in a text message to a friend because, like it or not, the expectations for grammar and spelling and text messages between friends are lower than in other forms of writing. Also, people are probably more likely to accept the informal spelling in places where space is extremely tight, such as road signs, advertisements, or again, in text messaging. 
Now, you Americans out there who are cringing should remember that one of the reasons we have American spellings of words, such as theater, honor, and catalog, is that luminaries including Noah Webster, Mark Twain, Benjamin Franklin, Andrew Carnegie, and Theodore Roosevelt advocated for simplified spelling. And many of them also supported simplified spellings of words such as through, though, and night, which of course haven't taken on the cloak of wide acceptability. Roosevelt even tried to mandate that government documents use the simple spellings during his presidency. His proposal was ahead of its time and rejected by Congress, but some of his suggested simplifications have become the current standard spellings. The British Simplified Spelling Society, which was founded in 1908, two years after Roosevelt's failed attempt to change spelling in America, still exists, and they often make the news when they protest at the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Thanks again for the question, Twilight. And everyone else, remember, if you want to call in with a question, the number is 206-338-GIRL. That's 206-338-4475. That's all. Thanks for listening. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step. But having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.